Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sit through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just gotta commit to it. Like that's just that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What is going on? Episode 113. We're back. We're back. Tyler, Ryan, we're back at it. Took a week off. You know, we took a week off. A lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on. And uh, it's a time of year, you know, a lot of TV shows, especially sports, uh, take a week off. A little hiatus. Not a lot going on this time of year, but not for us. Yeah. We always got stuff going on. Since we last recorded, I believe uh, the Muddy Princess came and went. Muddy Princess came and went. Good time out there. Went out to support the troops. Uh, had a good uh, six people, I think, from Katanning. Yeah, big group. Michelle got out there with their daughters and uh, co-workers representing Cheswick. Lori and Michelle got out there as well. Yeah. Tough day for Michelle. Tough day, of course. For, tough day for uh, Michelle H. But went ahead and broke a wrist. Got still started. finished, though. Still finished. Yeah, broke the wrist early on, hung in there, gutted it out, finished up, finished up. Now we had surgery and we're on the we're on the road to the comeback. On the road to the comeback. So shout out to everybody that she's uh, in good spirits, too. She's she like, back in the gym. Yeah, Saw we, her yesterday. Yeah, we she's talked to her a couple of times. She's she's in good spirits. So she's uh she's on a so on a shout out to everybody that uh hopped out of the comfort zone a little bit, maybe to uh get in there. Monster was an official sponsor, so mm. they had a tent, snagged up two ultras, which, uh, you know, obviously we more or less live live and die with. Yeah. Yeah. Classics. Um, classics. Dare I say, I've been with the ultra from, from day one. I mean, I, I remember back when we just had the white one. Just had white, and then it was just white and blue for a while. Now, yeah. now look, now ultras. I got in there everything. when, uh, I got in there when orange came out. So when Leechburg first opened, so this would have been 2014, we had the white ones in the vending machine. Mm-hmm. And then from there, just took over the world. So yeah, uh, that was a good time. The event was a good time. Rory was out there. Adam, Matt, Steve, a couple other people were out there supporting. So that was a good time. And then we had the member picnic. Member picnic. Slid into the member picnic last week. That's mainly why we didn't bang one out last week, because we were busy getting that together. Yeah, we had a lot going on. Hell of a turnout. Yeah, it did uh, it went well. Good went food. Well. A little sports action. We were victorious in a 
weird football game played on the side of a hill. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your shoes were not ready for the game, but not at all. Hey, Michelle was out there in some, some Birkenstocks. Yeah, Michelle's out in yeah, Birkenstocks. She was getting it done, moving the sticks, possession That's receiver. So That's it. Uh, we had a good time out there. That is Hopefully the, you came out and had a good time. If that was not, the only involvement I had the entire picnic because I was grilling the whole time. You were grilling. You were grilling. So uh, that was a good time. Appreciate everybody that came out. Good. If you didn't come next year. Next year. You know, next year. Next year. Bigger and be better. Banger next year. Bigger so. and better. We'll see everybody next year for that. Before we dive in, we're going to get a little, little discussion going today about working out around injuries. Michelle. Uh, Shout out, Michelle. A, being a part of that. But, you know, everybody's got a little, little aches and pains, got some different things that are nagging them this time of year. I want to get into a question, which I, I was reminiscing on some of the classics. You know, would you rather have a calf cramp or stub your toe? <laughs> was a yeah. big one. I remember that. If one. you dropped your phone into a porta john. Would, would you, you would you go in and get it or leave it? That was a good one. I got one that I feel like is in the same category. All right, hit me. All right. So, if you shared the name of like a famous criminal, mm. would you just keep rolling with it? Would you go by the middle name would you do something to switch the name up so that you were not like i'm talking identical so let's just say there's a there's an infamous killer named tyler white okay i that, that i was gonna ask like what was it like what was the ex- crime like something like like bad. horrible like we're talking like horrible horrible we're talking like a jeffrey dahmer type. okay okay like, like an infamous yeah. everybody knows and the reason i bring this up and, and it's also the same industry. There is a older gentleman who's a sports reporter. I don't know where, but he's well known as good following. His name's Jerry Sandusky. <laughs> oh, I know exactly. So yeah. you gotta, you know what I mean? So yeah. what if it's something like that, like, like something bad, bad. like either a mass killer, uh, like something that everybody knows, not yeah. like, not like you have to be one of those people that watches weird Netflix documentaries yeah, at yeah, 4 a.m. Yeah. to like know who mm. this person is. Like, like world famous criminal. Oh man. You share the same name. What do you do? That's tough. That's tough. I man, if it was somebody named Tyler White, I would probably just keep suffering. Most likely just ride it, just ride it out. I don't, I don't, I don't like how my last name and my middle name go. What's, what's the middle name? My middle name is John. John White. Yeah. That's about the most white guy name. Exactly. <laughs> That's, That's about the most generic white guy name. That's I've what I'm saying. So like, I don't really like how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so John, I would probably just. John White is a legend. I'd probably just suffer. Um, also, because I know somebody named John White, and they're bad, I mean, bad stuff there too. So, like, I probably just suffer through my name. I mean, you gotta figure you're getting comments the rest of your life. Yeah, maybe they shout you out at uh, you know, you're waiting for your order. You yeah, know, it, it, it's a, like a like a curbside order. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To go order or a reservation. Yeah, shout your name out in a crowded crowded room. Yeah, and people just turn their head. Yeah, I mean that's tough. I but I mean the thing with that though is most times like there are pictures associated with the name, so like I mean they definitely don't think you're that person. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. person is in jail or dead or whatever yeah. usually. 
that's just a tough one. Uh, yeah, you gotta, that's you tough. Know, that's, a, that's a tough you're, you're dealing with that. It's, it's almost like when you go to the grocery store and they got to make a comment on what you're buying when you get to the checkout. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, almost, yeah. it's almost like you're getting that all the time. Like, yeah. Oh, look at you. Or, you know, like you're, you're just getting that all the time. Yeah. I feel like if possible, you know, maybe like my man's got to go Gerald or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if, if it's up. a name that can be like, you know, you're really only option is a, Ty. A, yeah, like abbreviated. Yeah, of. like abbreviate out. So if you can. Nicknamed it. Yeah, if you can kind of tweak the the first name a little bit to get away from it. Like, you know, luckily you could be like Jeff Dahmer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you could. You gotta, go, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go more formal or less formal. Yeah, with it. So it, you, got, that's, you it, could do that. You gotta see which way it goes. You know, maybe you maybe you go middle name if it works. Not John, John White. John White's a legend. Um, or you know, maybe you're just one of those guys that ends up having like the quotes on their tombstone where it's like Butch. You know, like, oh, yeah. It has nothing to do with your name whatsoever. That's just what everybody calls you. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. You just legally change your name to that. Yeah, like I feel like you gotta make some type of a move there. I don't know. I mean, yeah. That dude in in the same industry, the sports industry, just riding it out. I mean, good for him, but brave, brave soul. I can't imagine it. I mean, every time that guy tweets something, you, you got I'm sure there's half the replies are like, Woo. Yeah, know, like making comments or whatever. Yeah, so probably. I'm interested to see. Maybe comment on the post. I've given up on anybody leaving us a voicemail, but yeah. Let us know what you would do. Let's say you just happen to be named the same thing as down the road. One ends up becoming this massive world famous criminal. Yeah. See, for me, like when you first asked that, it was definitely what the crime would be. Because if it was somebody that was like, they just like went around and robbed some banks. Uh, yeah, you're, fine, not, you're not fine getting by infamous me. Like, from that, yeah. Well, you're I not mean, getting world. This ain't this. But it depends. <laughs> Jesse James back in the day on the uh, yeah, but train. He, but he's infamous. Yeah, that's that's a forever guy. Yeah, yeah but even still, nowadays you to can, be you, infamous, you got to be doing something. I mean, huge. Like, let's say let's say you break it, break into one of the biggest banks in Switzerland or something like that. Like, you're making a name for yourself. Nobody cares. Two weeks later, nobody remembered. Yeah, I don't know. I'm saying you like you got the same name as somebody like assassinates a president, or like yeah, somebody. You better go change your name if you're like named after somebody who assassinates a president. Killer, like we're gonna get Sandusky flagged by situation. we're gonna get flagged by Spotify and, <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. Oh, by the way, I don't, never mind. Uh, speaking of all that stuff, like you know how like people get banned or suspended from social media stuff yeah. for like saying whatever like, yeah. dumb stuff sometimes. What the hell's going on with all these people that end up like shooting up places that are online? Like I'm gonna kill everybody. How's nobody knocking on the door for that? Yeah, I don't know. Like if you say something like incorrect about COVID or something, you yeah. get banned from from yeah. Twitter or something. Yeah. How, you, how where are we? How are we not flagging uh, yeah, some know. of these? That's people such a that, that's. Like, how's that not happening these days? Where, like, yeah, where, where's because all these people end up lighting up a school or something? Like, there's yeah. always, yeah, yeah, after the fact, they're like, oh, yeah, he it put this out on Twitter last media. week where he's like, I'm gonna kill everybody. How's that not getting, yeah, algorithms are all how are we not up. getting SWAT just showing up at the house as soon as you hit send on that? Like, what, yeah. are, we, what are we doing? But anyway, let us know, <laughs> infamous name, criminal. Like, like everybody knows that like soon as that name is said, everybody's like, oh, like they know exactly who we're talking about. What would you do? I want to know. Yeah, I'm I interested. Know. So I like it. I like um, it. And hopefully you'll be interested in some tips on how to work out around some injuries. Uh, I'll kick this one over to you to tee us up. But yeah, uh, 
gonna gonna dive in on how you can keep it moving because that's that's really the number one thing is unless you're like in a one of those like full body like cast like full body cast where like your arms and legs are like yeah, suspended. suspended and stuff you should probably you should keep it moving one way or another it's yeah. just gonna it's, you know there's no reason to completely shut it down unless it's like you know one of those situations i guess like a severe yes thing where if you like move you're you're risking harm you know you should keep doing something so yeah tee us up while i eat some cookies yeah so obviously this topic kind of came in uh partially because of michelle shout out michelle uh horrors from Cheswick and so forth but <laughs> some some cookie asmr uh, wow well, a little bit people are gonna hear oh that. yeah <laughs> People are going to hear that. Um, this week's episode is brought to you by Lenny and Larry Complete Creams. There we go. Um, but yeah, so like, but it, it brought up a good thing that, we, you know, we've talked about in the past, which is ec- exercising with injury or with limitations and things like that. And like Ryan said, the importance of still doing something when you're dealing with, um, you know, an issue of some sort. So this is probably a big time of the year that a lot of stuff tends to happen. Uh, A lot of people are doing more activities that they don't typically do. Your risk of injury is typically higher. You're either tweaking something or fully injuring yourself um, in some capacity. And we see this quite often, um, whether it's like, oh, they went hiking and they, you know, rolled their ankle um, or they went and did an obstacle race and broke their wrist. um, Or maybe you're out like playing some rec thing at a picnic and you, you know, throw your back out or some, something along those lines. Like now is the time that people are doing more things They're at risk of injury is a little bit higher. So how do you keep yourself moving when something like that happens? So that's where we're going to kind of go a little bit. And we, we both had a conversation with Michelle on this, you know, with the fact that she has a wrist injury, what are things that she can still do? Well, you know, it's an upper body injury on one of her limbs. So we still have, a lot of things that we can go through and do and focus on in terms of like the lower half of our body, working out the legs, focusing in on core work, focusing in on uh, other aspects of uh, weaknesses that she might have in different scenarios. Um, So what I would probably go with first is obviously you get hurt. First things first is understanding, you know, the severity of the injury, you know, like we were kind of talking about severity of the injury And then once you know the severity of the injury, going through and assessing, okay, cool, what are things that are still in my control and what are things that I can do with the non-injured aspects of my body at that point? So if it's a wrist injury, um, you know, we can't do anything on that side of the upper body, but we can still do legs. We can still do core. We still have uh, nutrition in our control. Um, We can still focus in on, you know, other movement patterns and working on other aspects of like lateral movements, you know, diagonal based movements, other aspects of those things. So going through and making sure to um, really kind of evaluate where you're at in terms of that stuff and also evaluating, you know, the level of intensity that you can still go through and do those types of things. Cause that's an important factor as well. Even though you might be working the healthy part of your body, if you go too high of an intensity that can still cause harm to you know, the, the injured area and so forth. Um, and I say that just from past experience. So dab in. So first off, if you get hurt and can't work, it won't hurt to miss work as long as you have Aflac. <laughs> All right. So keep that in mind. 
But secondly, the reason why it's so important, I think, to keep doing something uh, whenever you get injured is if you're injured and you can't do as much in the gym, nutrition becomes extra important. I mean, it's always super important, obviously, but it becomes like extra important for maintaining your progress or continuing to make progress through that injury. However, I think a large majority of people, nutrition and working out go hand in hand. Like when they're killing it in the gym, they're more focused on their nutrition. They're more likely to stay dialed in when they're not working out as, as hard or as often or as consistent. I think you're more likely to be like, oh, hell with it. What's the point on the nutrition side? So, you know, if you do get injured to the point where you can't do anything, you could stay completely dialed in on your nutrition and be perfectly fine and maintain your results and your progress or even continue to make progress. Mm -hmm. You could do that. Um, Like I said, however, it's very difficult for people to not work out and just like nail their nutrition. Yeah. So just continuing to do something, even if you're going a couple less, if you're normally going five days a week, but now you can't use your upper body, maybe now we're going three or four days a week, maybe two or three of those are lower body workout. And then we're doing some cardio or something on the other days, but continuing to go to the gym, continuing to work out is going to keep, uh, just keep you a lot more likely to stay on track with your nutrition. I think the, you know, the, the times I've been able to work out around something I've been able to do that i mean back in the day whenever i had like a back thing and i couldn't really do much for like six months i just ate like shit uh even though like i said it's far more important to watch your nutrition in that situation it's yeah just, i think mentally it's just hard for people to do yeah like, you know everybody still thinks working out's the most important part yeah it's not but anyway that's how people perceive it so when that's lost or diminished then everybody's like what the hell's the point of trying to eat right so yeah, I was going to dive in a little bit on like how that mentally plays into um, how people feel like injuries, obviously are a negative thing to begin with. Um, but then people look at them and then the perception of that injury kind of grows because it's like, oh man, I can't go to the gym, you know, and then you become, you know, depressed on that or, or down about it. And then you kind of just start going and questioning like, well, why should I eat healthy? I'm not going to build any muscle right now because I can't do anything or you know, I'm not going to make progress because I'm not moving. Like, you know, like Ryan said, nutrition is the main thing that drives a lot of that stuff. The working out is the stuff that helps us look good and feel good and function well. But nutrition is the thing that dictates whether or not we're going to make progress, like up or down on the scale or things along those lines. So you can still put yourself in a really, really, really good position by focusing in on that. So your perception and so forth, uh, after injury is extremely, extremely, extremely important, you know, and that's where like sitting down, reevaluating everything. Like, okay. This is what I was trying to do beforehand. I, you know, hit a speed bump in the road and I kind of veered off track a little bit because of this injury. What are the things still in my control that I can focus on right now to continue making progress down the road? Um, with that being said, then, um, obviously going through some, some common sense things in terms of working out with injury, don't work out the injured part of your body. Um, there is that one. It's pretty simple. If your wrist is in a cast, you're probably not going to work out that arm. However, uh, one thing I want to note with that is just because one side of the body is injured and cannot be used does not mean you should stop 
doing stuff on the other side of the body. Um, so it is still important, you know, and, and I talked to Michelle about this, that even with her one side being in a cast, it's still important to go through and still do exercises for her arm, you know, such as her right arm and so forth. Uh, whether that be, you know, bicep curls or, you know, single arm chest presses or things like that, but only doing it within like a specific moderation, uh, and so forth. It's not like we are purposely trying to, uh, gain a ton of strength on that side. We're simply just trying to keep it moving and keep it functioning in the same manner. Um, there is some cool science behind, um, you know, uh, or science within, you know, showing stuff, talking about the cross education effect. Uh, whereas chain, uh, training a non-injured side actually can still give stimulus to the injured, uh, side of the body. Um, so it's still important to kind of do some of those things. Um, even when you are injured, but if you have an upper body injury, you know, we're obviously going to switch gears, go to the lower body, focus on some stuff there, focus on core things along those lines. I personally believe upper body injuries are relatively easy to train around outside of probably a back injury. However, I think lower body is a little bit harder to train around. So you've had more lower body injuries than I have. So how did you kind of like when you had your knee surgery and so forth, how did you kind of come back? How did you train around that? How did you, how did you do some of those things back when that was done? Yeah. So the worst thing to have is back for sure. Yeah. That back, back is brutal. Everything. <laughs> you're, you're done. Um, it's, you're like, it's very hard to do yeah. anything. That's not going to be bothered by that back, knee, and, back knee, and neck. Yeah. The knee really wasn't that bad. I mean, obviously you can't do much. Um, it all really, and part of it's like, the pain as well like if yeah. you do have some type of surgery or something that is very painful for a lot a while like you're not going to really want to do anything remotely involving that but yeah once i got buzzing so my leg was locked straight uh in a, in a brace for uh, six weeks i think so i'll tell you what i did i don't think i have a video i think i told you about this got on the concept two rower mm. oh yeah, yeah, yeah put the leg off to the side on a skateboard yeah, yeah, strapped in the other and you don't do that stuff but anyway um well i mean you don't have to do it but it's one of those there's things ways like, you know like you it, can keep it moving like um, one of the biggest things with training around injury is creativity yeah like you get you got to get creative so it presents like the i guess the good side of an injury is it does present the opportunity for a change of pace yeah it gives you the opportunity to maybe hyper focus on you know we, we've talked about before the things you can you can change uh, like frequency, intensity, like all this stuff, volume of your workout. So it gives you the opportunity to like totally switch gears and maybe increase the frequency in which you work out the other half of your body. Mm -hmm. So let's say, you know, typically if it's a knee injury, let's say typically you do, we'll go the other way. We'll do upper body. We'll say like a shoulder or something. Maybe historically you've always maybe done one leg workout a week or maybe even less frequently because mm -hmm. people tend to avoid that a little bit it gives you the opportunity to kind of like shock your, your system and your body a little bit by doing leg workouts more frequently and really focusing in on more, you know, more frequent, higher volume for your legs for four to six to eight weeks, however long you're kind of dealing with the injury. Yeah. And then it allows you once you're healthy and cleared and everything to kind of flip it up again. And then now maybe we back way down on the leg stuff because we've been hitting it hard for six weeks we bring it back down to just once a week and then we kind of hyper focus on the upper body again yeah. which has been kind of neglected for a few weeks so it does give you the opportunity to like 
really see an increase in results and, and gains brother, um, by yeah. like dialing in and, and just completely throwing your body off with what you're doing. So it does present that obviously Tyler talked about the other half, um, kind of responding to, to doing some single arm or single leg, your body's ultimate goal is to stay like in balance. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's kind of how that works to maintain some strength and maintain muscle on the injured side by doing the other side. So, um, you know, there's a lot you can, there's so many, like, you know, especially with a lot of the equipment we have with bands and boxes and weight, like there's so many things you can like rig up oh, God, yeah. to, to still train pain-free, you know, as long as it's not something that you're going to, you know, kind of have the risk of re-injuring or whatever. So you don't want to rush it or, or do something you're not supposed to yeah. do, but there's so many options to like keep it moving. Um, like you said, with the creativity, but yeah. Um, yeah, it, just, it gives you a great opportunity to like, and that's where you can kind of, instead of being bummed out about it, you can kind of be like excited because it does give you that opportunity to shock your system. And all right, we're going to, we're going to do legs three times a week. Now, you know, we're going to do it smartly where maybe one is focused more on squats is like a heavier main thing. Maybe we're doing some type of, uh, you know, maybe leg press because yeah. you can't really deadlift. Um, well, you could probably, you could probably wrap that paw around the bar uh, or something, uh, do some good morning. Something. I don't know. Um, so maybe, you know, squat is a focus on one day, leg press is a focus on another day and like a hip thrust or something Yeah. on another day. So you could smartly break it up and just like, you know, like I said, completely shock your system and get some really good results. So you can, you can make it a benefit and make it a positive, um, dealing with that injury, both while you can't do anything with the other side, but then also, you know, whenever you are able to use that, uh, injured limb or body part or whatever, yeah, then you can like hyper-focus on that and, and get some really good results as well. So, and that's back to like, you know, perception is everything when it comes to this, like how you, respond is is the biggest thing like and i told michelle that you know when when she came in and, and talked to us the one day is simply what you do now to adapt to the injury is what's going to dictate whether or not you continue making success go backwards or maintain you know and in situations like this maintaining is a win you know if you make success that's obviously great and even better but like when you're dealing with a bump in the road just maintaining is, is an absolute win because probably 99% of people go the other way, you know? So you want to do the things that are just going to kind of keep you where you are, or if they do present the opportunity to make progress forward, then do that. You know, so perception is important, you know, looking at these things, obviously they're not fun. They're, they're, they're a negative based thing, uh, dealing with injuries, but it can, like Ryan said, present that opportunity to, uh, maybe challenge something a little bit differently. If you'd never liked training legs before, now you get to train them all the time. I did that back in the day when I suffered a wrist injury, never really trained legs that often other than the, you know, the uh, required stuff for sports had a wrist surgery was out for four months in terms of upper body based stuff. I trained legs two, three times a week for four months straight. Um, got really good at jumping at a short kid height. So it was a benefit, you know, like, it's just how you look at things that truly matters with it. Um, then creativity, obviously we kind of talked about that one. That's a big thing that comes with the perception comes with the mindset, finding a way, uh, to do it. You know, obviously in the fitness industry, you'll hear the people on Instagram that just goes, Oh, the people find a way, like they just make it happen. You know, I mean, 
there's points to it, but in this instance, it's just how can you get creative to find a way to keep yourself going, to keep yourself moving and to be able to either maintain or make progress in that instance. Um, I mean, there's really not too, too much else when it comes to this stuff. It's simply just going through the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll tie in though. This is an opportunity to really make sure that weaknesses are being addressed in all formats. Um, so most times when you're dealing with an injury, you're most likely going to be going to physical therapy or something like that. Great time to talk to a physical therapist about some things that you can work on, you know, even if it doesn't even pertain to the specific injury that you're dealing with, you know, if you have a wrist injury, you go to physical, physical therapy for that, but you know, that like your hips are awful, then you could turn on and be like, Hey, what are some great exercises that I could do for my hips? You know, since I can't do anything else right now, cause my wrist is in a cast, I'd like to try to work on some other things that can be a focus for myself. You know, like talk to people, talk to us, you know, talk to a physical therapist. Like th there are plenty of things that we can, all of us can kind of go through, look at and address and go, Hey, this is a great thing that you could work on and a great way to make progress in some format that isn't just the overall arching goal that everyone's going for, whether that be weight loss, muscle gain, et cetera. Um, you know, we've always talked small goal goals are the way to succeed, uh, you know, building upon them and snowball affecting those hit a ton of small goals during this, this time frame during the recovery time frame, And you'll be astonished as to like the type of progress that you can make, you know, once you come back and so forth too. Um, and that's another thing going into Ryan's thing about like shocking the system. Sometimes that's what your body needs is that shock to the system. Sometimes, you know, yes, again, injuries are a negativity thing, but they can breed opportunity to give that body a change of stimulus that can ignite progress moving forward. Um, so kind of keep an open mind whenever you're dealing with this sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, going back to, you know, what you were just saying with addressing some of those weak points, obviously a broken bone. Yeah. I mean, is one thing, but most other injuries, whether it's a joint, a muscle, whatever, there's usually a reason why it happened. Um, whether it's an imbalance or a lack of mobility or, or lack of strength or whatever mm -hmm. it might be, there's a reason. So we want to make sure we, we look at that as well. And we think about that, uh, whenever we're making that comeback from it. Um, like I said, obviously if you fall and break a bone, I don't know, drink more milk, maybe I don't, <laughs> this is all you could really, but like, so for these other things, if you, if you have, like I said, join or a muscle or something like that, you know, what, what were we doing in our, our workouts that maybe focused too much on one thing, not enough on another area mm -hmm. or something that we can look to kind of bulletproof it going forward. So, um, kind of take inventory on that, but first and foremost, obviously, you know, there's, there's no point in trying to force through, you know, an injury. Nope. Um, it's just kind of dumb. It's not really yeah, like, it's not a smart idea. It's not like tough or something, you know, to like do that. So be smart. Don't do stuff you're not supposed to do listen to your doctor and all that stuff, but there's plenty of ways to keep your progress rolling. Like we've outlined, um, plenty of ways to help maintain around that injury, plenty of ways to just stay away from it and, and still get really good workouts, mm -hmm. really good results. Um, and then, you know, some ways to, to look at it. And the, the other side to this too, not that I want to cut you off. Or, oh, good. Um, you know, obviously in, this episode is kind of more addressed to people dealing with injuries, but this is also a great thing to just, make sure that you have in your head that you're aware of because 
as much as it sucks to say injuries are part of the process of, you know, health and fitness and, and a fitness journey. Like not that anybody's purposely trying to get injured, but it just happens. It, like it, it's essentially inevitable that you're going to deal with something at some point in time during your journey. Uh, whether it's been one year, two year, five years, 10 years, 15 years, everyone's gone through something, whether minor, severe, you know, somewhere in between. So just, you know, like Ryan said, take inventory, kind of keep this up in mind, um, be proactive. So you could use this as a means to, you know, reevaluate, reevaluate, like what you're doing workout wise, and maybe talk to somebody to see how, Ooh, maybe I started feeling a little bit of a twinge, you know, in my shoulder and so forth. Maybe I'll talk to somebody to see what stuff might be beneficial to help me kind of, uh, negate that and, 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 you know, keep myself healthy and that sort of thing. Like, take inventory of those things and be proactive. If you're not dealing with an injury right now, good for you. Do the things to stay proactive. So you never have to. Yeah. And just, you know, keep, keep all this stuff in mind so that if you do, it's not like, Oh shit, I can't work out. It's like, Oh, okay. What can I do? And kind of keep it rolling, which credit to Michelle, by the way, to one of her first questions for the doc was, can I still go to the gym? You know, mm -hmm. her, her Love mindset, it right out of the gate was okay what can i do to keep it moving uh, i'm not like oh crap i'm not gonna be able to work out for a couple weeks or a couple months or something yeah. so good job michelle nice anything else on the injury front i think we pretty much covered it all yeah i think we're good there cool on well, the bounce back yeah we're back episode we're easing back easing back into it here a little summertime uh episode uh august 3rd if you're listening to this, Cheswick, we're going to try to squeeze out a smoothie truck night. Uh, hopefully you saw the post in the members group. We did have them scheduled for all three for August. However, Shelby, who is uh, holding down the main squeeze smoothie truck, having some back issues. Maybe mm. she should listen to this episode. Uh -oh. uh, so she's going under the knife on August 4th. She's going to try to gut out Cheswick the night before. Uh, but then we're going to reschedule Catanning and Leechburg for Sometimes September, October, depending on how her recovery is going. So it's coming. Uh, and hopefully we'll be able to make uh, August 3rd happen in Cheswick. She's had to cancel some events uh, when she wakes up and can't move. So if not, we're in there. We've had enough peanut butter, power bowls or whatever they're called over the last three years to uh, know how to put one together. Yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll hop in the truck if. We'll make our two idiots uh, smoothie truck debut. Yeah, yeah, we'll get in there. So come out and join us, even if you're a Leechburg Catanning member or whatever, and you don't want to wait until we reschedule your day. Come on down get to Cheswick on, on the 3rd. Grab a smoothie, all that stuff. So more, more fun stuff to come. Keep you updated. Nutrition groups are coming up, as always. Yep. Make sure you're keeping up with those to stay on track. They're there to help you. Uh, so make sure you're, you're taking advantage of everything – that you have access to with your membership, uh, get the most out of it to be successful. We'll be back next week. That's it. Yes, we're, we're hopping in some kayaks. Oh, yeah. Little staff kayak trip uh, on Thursday, second annual. Looking forward to that. So we'll be back next week, refreshed. Yeah, team building power. Right out of the yaks. And we'll be ready to go. So episode 113 in the books. See you next week. See you.